Welcome to season three, episode one of Burner Talk. You are now listening to the podcast that keeps it real all the time. I'm your host, Jay, back with another episode where we have relatable and potentially outrageous takes. Yesterday was January 6th, which marked a year since the debut episode of Burner Talk. And I'm blessed and grateful to have all these incredible guests from the past year take the time to come through and join me on this journey. 2021 was a ride and a fun one to be sure. 2022 should be even better. With that being said, season three begins right now. To start off the season, I brought on a very special guest today. This episode has been long overdue. He's here today to discuss the mega blockbuster Spider-Man No Way Home and also more content to look forward to in 2022. Without further ado, welcome to the show. One of my best friends of day one, JP. Tell the Burner Talk audience how you're feeling tonight and introduce yourself a little bit. All right, what's up, Jay, and what's up, Burning Talk? Yeah, my boy Jay been working for a year. It's been good to see him like grind on this stuff, man. Y'all really, y'all really need to stop sleeping because he's talking about stuff we all want to talk about, you know. So, tune in with him, fuck with my bro, and uh, you know I'm ready to start talking about some new stuff. You know what I'm saying? Some stuff that's coming up, some stuff I'm excited about that y'all may be excited about, you know. So I know Jay's excited, so. Oh, yeah, 100%, man, when we've been trying to get this episode forever, so I'm glad to have you on. Glad you can make it on. Yeah, for sure, man. You'll see me more this year. We got a bunch to talk about, for real. There's a lot of stuff I'd like to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And to start off, I want to talk about No Way Home, which I thought was funny how we walked in and saw each other at the same time after we both saw it. Bro, I know, you know, it's crazy. Like, we tried to, like, make plans to go see it together. But, like, tickets, you know, like, as soon as they sold the tickets, bam, 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 they're gone, dude. So, like, it was like I was looking to even get a ticket for opening night. And then we saw each other. I was like, yeah. And it, it was so hard not to ruin anything, bro. Like, <laughs> for real. Man, it was amazing. Uh, before I ask you about your experience, funny story. You know how you were saying it was hard to not spoil anything? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I think, yeah, you watched my vlog, but Tyrese, he like walked up to us and he said something. Oh, yeah. He said, uh, remember when the Peters like started pointing at each other and they did the meme? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so he went ahead and spoiled it. Right. He assumed we had just came out of the theater. He didn't realize that we were about to go in. Dang, I was Tyrese. like, bro, come on now. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. man. I went and saw it twice, bro. I saw it that night. Then I went and saw it with, uh, you know, EJ, Edgar Ruin. Yeah. Yeah, we went and saw it together. Dude, I wish I could have saw it with you. Because me and you, bro, we see all the superhero movies together. Like, literally almost every single one we've seen together for the past, like, what, like, what, like five, six years now? Yeah, I'd say so. It's, like, become a tradition at this point. Yeah, dude. Like, we've seen, like, every Bob together. It's crazy. I'd say dating back to, um, I would say since 2017, maybe, because we saw Power Rangers that year. Dude, and Transformers. that movie deserved a sequel. Power Rangers 2017, if y'all haven't seen it, go check it out. It's one of the best movies ever. It's like a, not best movies ever. I'm just a big Power Rangers fan, so I'm over-exaggerating. Yeah. But imagine like a modern-day breakfast brunch but they got power. So it's, it's worth it. It's really, it's really good. The action's good. The emotional stuff is good. 
you know, the acting itself is good because it's got a powerful cast, you know. So, you know, saying give it a chance, man. It's really good. And you'll see why I wanted a sequel for it. Yeah, that movie is so underrated, bro. Um, our bro, friend, I've seen it 10 times. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it so many times. And yeah, Simon, he he came on the pod a few months ago back in September, I think. And uh, re- remember, we were trying to get him to watch it and he he loved it, too. And he's not even a fan of Power Rangers. Like he said, they're corny. He doesn't like it at all. But we showed him that movie. Uh, we watched dude. it with Noah and Frankie, I think. They came over. Yeah. And dude, that was that was a good day, dude. Because, like, dude, it's always good seeing. It's always an experience seeing that movie, you know? Like, seeing the – because the dude who made that also made – what's that other – Project Almanac. He made Project Almanac. They had directors from not directors, but like writers and stuff from Chronicle. So you knew it was gonna be a good different movie, you know, not the normal, like stereotypical action movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was like yeah. it was just it was good, especially for the time, because 2017, that movie could drop this year and I'd still have the same reaction. Like it was ahead of its time, especially like the suit design and everything, the concept, it was just ridiculous. Oh, yeah, for sure. I wasn't expecting a Power Rangers movie to look that good, like the cinematography and the visual effects, all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it was all and, like they had a good piece of diversity in there, too. You know what I'm saying? They changed right. it. They changed it around. You know what I'm saying? We have what the Blue Ranger. He was African-American and he was on the spectrum. You know, we had the Yellow Ranger. She was a part of the LGBTQ community. You know, we had a normal, uh, a different Pink Ranger from the normal Pink Ranger we're used to. We're used to like the pretty girl who like always gets her way, you know what I'm saying? But this time we had to deal with a Kimberly Hart who like had to like face her demons. You know, she's going through like a bad time in her life just emotionally, you know, and like seeing the people around her like, drop her and stuff you know that's not Mm -hmm. the normal pink ranger the normal pink ranger is like someone loved by everybody you know somebody everyone wants to be like or be with so it was good seeing everything different right and i feel like the characters they were all likable and they had like this sense of they had a complexity to them that made you understand what they're going through Mm -hmm. and i feel like they were like normal teenagers they yeah. go through things we go to because you know they had a lot on their plate. What you had the Red Ranger, uh, star quarterback, he messed it all up and committed a crime, you know, and had to go to summer school and lost all his scholarship. And you know, that's a real that's something that could actually happen to you, you know what I'm saying? So, right. like, and it shows that like your past mistakes don't define who you are. Like, that's pretty much what that whole movie was about, you know. So, yeah, the like, whole movie. Good. I think it, it had a message of yeah that like uh forgiveness and friendship stuff like that it has some deep messages yeah like, really it was really good i was very sad when they canceled the sequel because they had five planned already dude and they tom and i mean i mean and they um teased tom tommy at the end of the movie like come on yeah man i was super excited to see tommy especially when we went to the theater we brought like 10 to 15 people Dude, we had the whole theater row lined up with just our friends. It was crazy. And we were all wearing red, too. Yeah, and red another status. another thing was the um the soundtrack, which I thought oh, was stupid. Incredible. Too. The whole movie, dude. Every time something happened, they played a bop, I swear. 
Yeah, you had like the score with them walking out the tunnel the first time they suit up. Oh, like that, that gave me goosebumps. Bro, bro, that and they were walking in slow motion. Yes, that was incredible, dude. That was like that was next level, like cinematography right there, especially because people don't like think about it. 2017 was only like four years ago, but they started filming that movie in like 2015. In 2015, movies were just honestly starting to get really good, like cinematography wise. Of course, they've been good since I'd say around 2007, eight is when they really started to get good. But in 2015, most movies you were seeing that had that good cinematography was either from Marvel or Warner Brothers, you know? So it was crazy to see. I think Universal made that movie. I might be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But like, it was just crazy to see them spend that much on like those graphics and stuff because everything looked beautiful, you know? Yeah, 100%. And you would think that, oh, well, I guess what you mentioned with them spending a, a lot of money, I think that might have been the downfall of them not getting a sequel because it didn't make enough money to the point where... Yeah, I think they only made $40 million more than... Yeah. What what they... Yeah, that sucks, bro, because it cost $100 million to make, and they made $140 million of box office. And that's crazy because you'd think, the Power Rangers brand coming from the Sentai brand that's from Japan, you know, it's more prominent in Japan because that's where it all comes from the source material. You think right. those would be the people who would want to see it the most, you know, besides like the people in their 20s and 30s now, like us who grew up on Power Rangers and stuff, and we like it a lot. So, of course, we went and saw it for nostalgia. I can understand why people our age who didn't like it when they were younger didn't want to see it or people who were like a little bit younger than us didn't want to see it because they don't know what it is they can't appreciate it like we did but it's just sucks seeing you know the like Japanese people not really like you know what I'm saying going to see it like that because you know they made it so but you got to think though after Hasbro bought it it's not been the same especially since like Disney and stuff so it's just Oh, yeah, the, for sure. The seasons lately just haven't been really it. So I'm really, like, <sighs> kind of disappointed about that route, but you know what it is. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been four years since that came out. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, I still watch it every now and then, but. I know it, they called for a new reboot, um, so, but it's without the original cast. Yeah, I, I did hear about that, but I'm not excited because I really enjoyed the cast of the 2017 one dude they were all good they were all good like i can't not one of them was bad like there was nobody in the main cast who did a bad job it was really good and especially like the chemistry between them is really what made it good because you know you can have good actors in a movie and they can play their part well but then you have to like see how they act together as a unit you know what I'm saying like how they feel about each other and that was like really right. showed in the movie like you could tell they were all good friends you know oh yeah for sure and it was really nice yeah i think his name is rj siler the the blue ranger mm-hmm. and then we got daker montgomery he's in um stranger yeah. things isn't he yeah he is yeah, he's awesome. He you was got Becky a villain. G. Yeah, then, Becky uh, G. What's the Pink Ranger's name? Uh, Naomi Scott. Yeah, no, Naomi Scott and she Ludi played Lane. Uh, Jade in the new uh, in the new uh, Aladdin movie, and then Ludi Lin he right. just played uh, uh Luke King in Mortal Kombat. Yep. Dude, they're doing good things, man. I, it sucks just not just knowing they'll never get that sequel. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for all of them. Uh, it's good to see that like they're succeeding 
after what is technically a box office bomb, but we don't see it that way. But nah, I loved it. If I if I was on that team, bro, I'd push that movie to the end. That shit was amazing. Excuse my <laughs> language. It was amazing. I know you're good, man. But yeah, a hundred percent. And like this is just a testament to how good we think that movie was because Power Rangers wasn't even like a topic beforehand. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so yeah, go check it out. I know we just blabbed on about it for 10 minutes, but it's worth <laughs> it, guys. Go check it out. But yeah, back to what I was saying about the experience of the movie theaters and what I was saying about how we had 15 people in Power Rangers. I really think seeing a movie on opening night is crucial for the experience. And I want to ask you how your experience was with No Way Home. Oh, dude, it was amazing because you got to think about it. All these people have seen every Marvel movie that's been led up to to now or every show, you know, so everybody has the same knowledge going in, you know, we all want the same thing. Everybody's like, you know, I want to see this. I want to see this. We all know what we want. So when everybody gets what they want, you know what I'm saying? Like the reaction is perfect. Like it's okay if I spoil some stuff, right? Oh yeah, you're good. Okay, man. When they first showed Matt Murdock, they didn't do it in some flashy way, you know what I'm saying? They just brought him up as Peter's lawyer, you know, smooth, just a little transition. Dude, that one scene alone was powerful enough to make the whole crowd go, ooh, like, you know, because they it was unexpected, yeah. you know? And it's what we wanted, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody has been talking about it. You know, we just saw uh, Hawkeye in New York. We know Kingpin got confirmed at the end of Hawkeye right after No Way Home dropped. So we know everything's connected. So we knew that Daredevil had to be involved with Spider-Man at some point. And, you know, it was a perfect time to throw him in. It was a perfect time to do that. And especially, like, you know, just seeing, like, all the little Easter eggs from the past seasons, you know, not even Easter eggs, full-blown, just like the like the past movies just came in, you know, like everybody, like, we had, you know, saying old scores settled. We had old, you know what I'm saying? Like, you remember how um, Gwen died in the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. Man, like Sad. that. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. It was tragic. It was tragic. And, you know, we never got to see anything after that, you know what I'm saying? Like, regarding, like, Andrew Spider-Man. And it sucks, you know what I'm saying? We never really got that closure of what happened to him after so especially that scene when he saved mj in the new movie like dude real tears bro real tears so you know and it's mm-hmm. it's not just me it's the whole crowd you know what i'm saying because everybody knows what they want you know what i'm saying and like it's just it was just amazing seeing it first night because like it's the it's definitely the time for superhero movies and like right now is the best time to even be alive and be a geek you know because they're just dropping so much content bro dc and marvel like this year is gonna be insane so like i'm definitely trying to make like first night for all of them yeah we were just talking about that too how we're living in the golden age of superhero movies like i couldn't imagine living in another era where the avengers and all these big blockbuster superhero movies don't exist yeah dude it's it's insane yeah it's crazy that you know, we've had the blessing to be able to see all these and it's it's just gonna keep on coming. Like this isn't the end. Oh yeah, bro. Phase four just started, right? This is we're in phase four in Marvel now, right? Yes, I believe. Bro, bro, 
phase four or five, whichever one it is, bro, this is like not the end, bro. They're just setting up so much stuff, bro. Most people aren't like, you know, saying like, you know, saying very comic book, like savvy when it comes to superhero movies, you know, and that's no disrespect, you know, what I'm saying we all respect the characters the same, you know, what I'm saying some people just like, to, like dive in more. And, you know, just seeing so many new Easter eggs that they're coming out with all this new Marvel stuff is insane. Like, you know how in WandaVision, we saw her use her chaos magic to make her sons a real thing, you know, Speed and Wiccan. Those are two actual characters from the books. And not, and then keep, okay, keep that in the back of your head. And then we've got Kate Bishop. She's basically the new Hawkeye. We've got the new Black Widow, you know what I'm saying? She's mm-hmm. uh, her younger sister. We got... um. What else? We got Ironheart being confirmed in the um, next Black Panther movie. And she's like, uh, she's a girl. She's African-American. We're Wakanda. And I don't know how the MCU will go with it. But she actually has her own version of the Iron Man suit. And um, and you know how Kang is the new, like, big bad, big bad guy? You know, we've seen that in Loki, how they're making him come. You know, saying how the, his variant will come. Yeah. Well, Kang is the main enemy of the young avengers think about it we've already got a good four out of the five new young avengers already not already assembled you know because we haven't really dived into the speed and wicking thing yet we'll probably see more about that in multiverse madness you know and stuff like that but um you know we've already got a good piece of the young avengers coming and you know and there's a variant of kang and his name is iron lad he's just like a self-aware younger Kang who became self-aware you know he traveled into the past and actually became um friends with a team called the Young Avengers you know and he had an Iron Man-esque suit you know and um do you remember the older black Captain America from Falcon and Winter Soldier right yes I remember you remember his nephew who lived with him the younger black guy yeah in the comic books, his name is Patriot. He is the grand. He is the grandson of him, right? And he, um, he was actually given a blood transfusion by his granddad because I forget. But he became Patriot. He became a teenage super soldier, and um, he is also another founding member of the Young Avengers. So it's just crazy how they're just bringing everything like that to one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And this is why. I have you on because I didn't know about Patriot or like Ironheart, any of that, because I'm not big into the comics. Like I know you are mm-hmm. like, yeah, my, my IQ is up there mostly from the movies. Cause that's how I started out getting into superheroes was from watching the movies. Mm-hmm. And that's how but I got me my knowledge. And you, we've always talked about like, you know, saying little knowledge here and there too, you know? So yeah, yeah. you're not strictly movies, you know, some stuff. Yeah, I just don't like know the a lot of the source material because I don't read comics as much. But yeah, I get what you're saying. But yeah, it's just crazy how they throw in these little Easter eggs for people who, you know what I'm saying, are like a little comic savvy because it's like we know it's coming. The people who like the comics know it's coming. So, you know what I'm saying? As long as they know that, then the people who like don't know too much about it, they can just be in for a treat, you know? Yeah, I think these movies are for anyone, like the casual oh, moviegoer dude, yes, or the, of course, yeah, the big time reader. It doesn't matter; anybody can enjoy them, really. 
every Marvel movie has what the perfect amount of comedy, perfect amount of action, perfect amount of you know the emotional moments. You know what I'm saying? Perfect amount of like mystery drama to make it like a well-rounded movie. You know, I can't really name one Marvel movie I think was really bad. I can tell you some I didn't like as much as the other ones, but that doesn't necessarily make it bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. And one that I think encapsulates everything you just said was another movie that came out last year, which was Shang Chi. Oh, I don't know dude. if you saw that or not, dude. I've seen it three times. Oh yeah, I loved it, dude. Amazing. It was, it was a good different route for for Marvel, you know, because every hero you've had come out so far is somebody like you've heard of. You know, what I'm saying it's most people you know. Who they are, you probably already know their backstory, you know their power, you know what I'm saying? You know what they do, you know what I'm saying? That's what that's most of the people they've introduced so far. So the fact that they bring in Shang-Chi, you know, he's you know, he's saying he's big in the comic books, you know, he's one of the best fighters on earth, probably better than Iron Fist, even. So mm-hmm. it's just crazy how they're just expanding. And the cast was amazing. It was the movie could have been a standalone Chinese movie, and it would have been perfect alone it could have been a whole different name and i would have loved it just the same you know yeah and like they had the perfect amount of diversity you know they had you know what I'm saying like they were respectful to chinese culture in that movie you know yeah i loved uh simu lu i think that's how you say his name as, yeah simu liu something like that yeah i loved him as song Chi. i just felt like he played the character well and he was very charismatic and I also oh, yeah, thought he did very well. Yeah, I thought Shang Chi had the best fight scenes of any MCU movie, in my opinion. Just like hand to hand combat. They changed it up. They changed it up. You know what I'm saying? Now they're doing straight, you know, kung fu, karate. Like this is like real martial arts stuff. You know, the stuff we've seen in Marvel so far. You know what I'm saying? People usually either pummel people, you know what I'm saying? They either like, you know what I'm saying? The best fighter we've probably seen in the MCU so far before you know what i'm saying shang chi was probably black widow and that couldn't and that's in regards to like hand-to-hand fights you know what i'm saying that we've seen on screen like other than that none of the avengers are really boxing people out like that you know what i'm saying like yeah i say it's really it's really ridiculous yeah the closest to black widow i would say is either bucky or black panther maybe in civil war he was boxing a little bit with uh captain america but nothing as much as shang chi Oh yeah, and then like and like they're they're great fighters because you know they were trained by commandos and stuff. It's literally Captain America and Bucky. You know they were trained very well, but they weren't trained in the style that like Shane Chi was brought up in. You know what I'm saying? He was brought right. up like in real martial arts, like real Chinese martial arts. He lived in a temple for God's sake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that American like breeding versus like that Chinese breeding really had a different impact on him because what he say. His dad taught him how to kill a man in 10 different ways before he was 11, you know? Yeah. So, like, it's just, like... Yeah, he's cold. It, he's cold. He's cold. Even without the rings, he was cold. You could tell his whole fighting style. Look, he had to change when he had the rings, you know? Yeah. But, dude, before that, he was already a top-tier fighter in the MCU. Like, it's just, it's just incredible, especially the first fight scene on the train. That was a banger way to really show like his skills off rip you know i don't think they could have done anything better than that train scene right there i also thought the um the scaffolding fight scene on the side of the building that was great the choreography on that oh one. dude 
and th- especially when he fought that death dealer right before his dad walked in dude they yes. were throwing down <laughs> they yes. were fighting to kill each other right there yes that was amazing and the scene like the stunts they were doing on the scaffolding that reminded me of like the old jackie chan movies Oh, yeah, dude, for real. And he said he took a lot of inspiration from Jackie Chan for his character. And they said they want Jackie Chan in the sequel. So I hope, you know, saying that becomes true. Do you know which character they want him for? I don't know exactly, you know what I'm saying? But if they fit Jackie Chan in the MCU, he could be anybody and I'd be happy. He could be the new (laughs) Stan Lee cameo and I'd be happy, you know? That's true. Yeah, I I think he would fit well, Jackie Chan in the MCU. Oh, especially in the Shang-Chi, like with Shang-Chi, around Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then you got to think about it. Like, look who Shang-Chi surrounded himself with now. At the end, Bruce Banner basically introduced him to the Avengers. He said, welcome to the circus, bro. Right. So that pretty much showed you right there that he is an Avenger now. You got to think about it. Who came and was the one who recruited him? It was Wong. You got to think about it. Wong is the new Supreme Sorcerer. Sorcerer Supreme, we saw that in No Way Home. So you look at the people he's surrounding himself with now. He's just going to get great mentoring, better than what he's gotten. Because think about it. He hasn't had nobody train him or nobody really teach him since he was a kid. And look how strong he is in his 20s. You know what I'm saying? So imagine, to, like, the next time we see him, he's going to be a little bit more weathered, a little better, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. And it was cool at the end seeing him interact with uh, Bruce and Captain Marvel, I think it was. Mm-hmm. at the very end yeah i thought that yeah. was dope yeah it was amazing dude i i've really enjoyed that movie it was top tier and every it was a really well-rounded movie not one thing outshine the other you know and yeah i'm excited for the multiverse stuff that they're doing with marvel and obviously we had andrew garfield and toby mcguire in no way home which was great to see like my I got goosebumps, just my childhood right there. Because yeah, to- yeah to- Toby's really my goat, man. Like that, that's what I grew up with. And um people call it nostalgia yeah, bias, do. but I genu- I genuinely think those three that movies movie came out in two thousand one, right? Two thousand two was the first one. Okay, bro. I was born in two thousand one and you were too, right? Yeah. Bro, that movie came out when we were a year. And look how good that movie was, dude. We're 20 now. We're in our 20s now, bro. And, like, that movie's still good even today. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like, I just can't get over how well he played Peter Parker. He played a good Spider-Man, but he played an even better Peter Parker. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. And it was just good seeing him again, especially Andrew, because I feel like as fans, we kind of needed that closure, especially, like, what Spider-Man 4 got canceled and Amazing Spider-Man 3 also got canceled, you know, so we never really saw a real wrap-up for both of these heroes, so, you know, No Way Home was really a good, like, closing point for them. Well, I hope they still make Amazing Spider-Man 3, you know, I'm all for it, but even if they don't, I'm still just happy I got to see Andrew on screen one last time, because personally, like, I love Toby and Tom, but Andrew's always been my fave, you know what I'm saying? Ever since the amazing spider-man one it just had like a different vibe in my opinion you know so yeah it was good and of course i like the homecoming movies i like the new trilogy but tom is my least favorite of the spider-man i'm not saying he's bad at all just from like you know 
we grew up on the other ones. You know what I'm saying? Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out in what, 2012? We were only 10, you know? Right. Or 11. Like, we were young. So, like... And honestly, I I think, like, people have been showing fake love to Andrew recently because I know back in the day or, like, a a few years ago, people didn't like Andrew with Spider-Man. Like, he got a lot of hate. I know, dude. Especially, like... Even last year, when they said they were probably gonna bring back Toby and Andrew, and people were still hate like, and I've always loved Andrew. I always thought he was amazing. He he, in my opinion, moves around like Spider Man should. You know, he's got the more like slender, fluid motion, if that makes sense. When he moves, like he like yeah, yeah that one scene in the first one when he's like wrapping up the lizard in the webs. Yeah, he moves like mm-hmm. a spider. Yeah, yeah, dude. And then you got like. What else? What am I thinking of? And then you got his quirkiness as Spider-Man because, you know, you can't be Spider-Man without a smart mouth, you know? And I feel like he was just all, he just always like had the good lines, you know what I'm saying? As Spider-Man because, you know what I'm saying? The first time we saw Tom in um, Civil War, you know what I'm saying? It was good. It was really good, but you know what I'm saying? He, it was his introduction and, you know, I, they didn't really do it how they should have, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, Me as well, I've always loved Andrew, um, even since the first one came out. I had, like, a bias against Andrew originally because I was such a, a Toby fanboy. But as the years went on, I started loving Andrew even more. So I, I've loved him since the start. But, you know, now people are showing fake love. And with Tom um, – Homecoming isn't my favorite. Like I enjoy it, but it's probably my least favorite Spider-Man movie. Like, it, yeah, it was good. I, they could have just went a different route, in my opinion. It just doesn't give the feel that Toby and Andrew's movies did to me for some reason. Like it, just, it feels like a high school movie more than a Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie. And, and the thing about the MCU Spider-Man is like, you know, everyone knows Spider-Man's background. You know, we know how he got his power. We know how his uncle ben dies we know we know that you know saying so we know what leads him to really become spider-man and like in the mcu they just assume you know that and they go with the route that like we're just going to introduce spider-man fuck his background you know and that also kind of sucked you know what i'm saying because it would have been good to see a new fresh perspective on like his background you know because the last time we saw a new origin story from spider-man was in the amazing spider-man and that was like what 10 years ago dude that's a whole different era of movies you know than now you know so i feel like they could have just had a better background for him in the mcu yeah and i also didn't like how he's basically iron man's sidekick i guess like the, the yeah, iron boy really is. type stuff yeah i didn't really enjoy that and far from home was okay but i feel like tom holland really became spider-man in no way home oh yeah dude because he never really had that that push you know for him to really civil war you know what I'm saying he's just some arrogant little dude who's got powers you know what I'm saying just got recruited by iron man you know what i'm saying you know, saying he's fresh. He was fresh. You know, saying he was just fighting crime in his neighborhood, doing his thing. Okay. Uh, next time we see him is what Infinity War. First thing he's trying to do is go and fight with Tony in space. You know, they do it. 
he's officially an Avenger. You know what I'm saying? He fights. You know what I'm saying? He dies, unfortunately. You know, he dies for five years. You know, they told everyone that they didn't feel anything and all they saw was black for those five years, right? That means no character development could have happened at that time. You know what I'm saying? He was dead. You know what I'm saying? There was no possible way. Right. And then as soon as they bring him back, they bring them back as they were, you know? So, like, we never really saw him grow up until, like... No way home, because in Homecoming he wants to be an Avenger, and Far From Home he's he is an Avenger basically, you know, and he's trying to deal with life and being an Avenger, and has to basically choose between both or try to interact both of them. And then in No Way Home he's like, shit, this is like the consequences I have to deal with to keep people safe. This is the pain I have to go through. This is what I have to deal with. Like this shit is nothing that I expected a few years ago when I became a superhero, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I also think bringing back those old rogues from Toby and Andrew's movies, like that humbled him a little bit, especially Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Like he was giving him the hands. Dude, I, dude, I know, bro. He was boxing him out. (laughs) And like, that's the first time. Cause the thing about Spider-Man is like, we know he holds back, you know? Cause he's, He's nice. He's a nice kid and he's a teenager and he doesn't want to hurt anybody. He just wants to save people. So to really see like Peter start like savagely beating on the Green Goblin and he was going to kill him if Toby didn't step in, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Um, Like it's just crazy to see him go that route. And, you know, what I'm saying that just shows how big of an impact all the events in that movie had on him. You got to think about it. His identity just got released to the world. The entire world, you know what I'm saying? He can't live a normal life. He can't do what he wants to do anymore. People around him are getting affected. You know what I'm saying? That not only are the people around him getting affected, the universe is getting affected. This planet is getting affected. People who are here from different universes that shouldn't be here just because, like, he wanted to fix things and it didn't go his way. And, like, it just sucks to, like, the only thing, the only thing that he, way that he could save the day is by making all these sacrifices. What Aunt May dies, tragic fucking scene, you know. He has to erase his friends' memories of him, you know. And then, like at the end, he was gonna reintroduce himself, but he just couldn't bring himself to do it because it was better this way. And he'd rather suffer through that pain while they get to live their life like they should, you know. And it just it sucks, and you know, what I'm saying it made him have to grow up. Yeah, exactly. And I thought the character development was great. And I really enjoyed seeing a bloodlusted Spider-Man at the end, Tom Holland at the end beating on Willem Dafoe. And, you know, the scene after Aunt May dies when Toby and Andrew, they're on the um, like the roof, the clock tower looking thing. Oh, yeah. That frame right there was awesome. Yeah. When Andrew says like after Gwen died he became rageful uh he stopped pulling his punches that's that's the Spider-Man I think I would like to see a little bit and I think we saw it there with Tom at the very end and I think yeah I think Toby stopped him from becoming what Andrew didn't want him to do like he didn't want him going down that path and you You know know, it really did suck seeing like on May die bro that was tragic yeah, I was not expecting that. I mean, she got stabbed by the glider, but like after she got up and the way she just dusted it off, 
you wouldn't mm-hmm. assume uh, that would ha- that would happen. So I like the way they played that scene out and how she gave the with great power comes great responsibility line. Mm-hmm. That was really that was a perfect moment to do that right there. Yeah, I I think they really like they they did his character in in this movie and um like I was saying I was calling him Iron Boy before but I feel like he's officially earned the title of Spider Man in this movie. Yeah, and, dude, it was really good. Like, it, it was a real well-rounded movie. It didn't have too much action or, like, you know saying? No one overshadowed anybody. Everybody played a good role. It was funny, too. You know what I'm saying? It was sad. Yeah. It, it was a perfect balance of everything. Yeah, and now you see at the very end, he's on his own. He doesn't have his aunt. Um, everybody's forgotten who he is. Like, he's on no his Avenger. own. I'm sure people still he'd still probably be recognized as an Avenger, you know, since there's no recollection of like Peter Parker, Spider-Man. So yeah. the world still probably knows that Spider-Man was an Avenger at some point, you know. So like it's not that like the whole Spider-Man identity is erased. It's just, it's just Peter and and it sucks, you know, because like he just there's so much stuff he could do, you know what I'm saying? There's so many people he could reach out to that he just can't anymore because they don't know him yeah I, I needed a little clarity on that because i was a bit confused about the spell and like the parameters of it i'm like, sure they'll they'll explain it more in probably multiverse of madness yeah that's what i was thinking yeah dude i um i don't know man i just i just hope like he does something to tell like at least the avengers who he is you know what i'm saying because he is an Avenger. Yeah, it's interesting to see how they go along with that storyline. And speaking of the spell, I was going to see like what your excitement level is for Multiverse of Madness. And they showed the little trailer at the end, the little post-credit scene. Yeah, dude. Um, what I'm really excited about in Multiverse of Madness is just seeing uh, Scarlet Witch's power because we know her power. You know, since she's got chaos magic, she's got the ability to make things come true that aren't necessarily true in this universe, but she can like basically manifest from another universe. You know, and yeah, there's so much stuff she can do. There was an event in the comic books. You know, saying like this has nothing to do with MCU at all. But pretty much she, like, heard the world of most mutants just to bring her son, her sons to life. Um, her son Speed and Wiccan, the ones we saw in WandaVision. And yeah. this event was called M-Day. And basically what she did was she brought her sons to life from the universe, from pretty much the universe that they were in because they weren't real in this universe because how her magic works. And uh, she manifested and made them come to life. But in doing so, she pretty much like purged our world of most mutants. And so the numbers went from millions to like a couple hundred, you know, and that, that was called M-Day. And, you know, we know the MCU is different. So maybe they might make this like a way to introduce the X-Men and stuff rather than like destroy mutant genes if that if if that makes sense you know yeah because um we do know that uh 
the X-Men have been bought from by Disney, Wolverine's been bought by Disney, Deadpool's been bought by Disney. All the people that Fox pretty much own, Disney owns again. You know what I'm saying? So we know they're gonna use them at some point. We know they're gonna use them. Um, so I feel like that'd be a good way to really introduce the X-Men. So I hope we get some kind of little like Easter egg towards them. I even read I just saw this on social media, so it's probably not true. But I even read there was a rumor that they were going to introduce uh, Rich, Reed Richard into the MCU with this next movie. You know, fan, uh, Mr. Fantastic. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I was just about to mention that. Yeah, yep. dude, insane. Yeah, I was just about to mention that because I've seen rumors about how uh, Reed Richard purchased the old Avengers Tower that Tony sold, and he's going to like turn it into the Baxter building. I don't know how true that is, though. Yo, that'd be crazy. And that that's more nostalgia right there. Like, I didn't grow up with just Toby. I also grew up with those old Fantastic, oh, yeah, Four, Fantastic movies. Four Yeah, yeah they with were awesome. Jessica Alba and Chris Evans. I, I love those movies. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. He plays Captain America now. Well, did he play Captain America. Right. And, yeah, we could bring... You got the Fantastic Four. You got... Nicholas Cage is Ghost Rider. Um, Dude. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Bomb movie, bro. Bomb movie. Ghost Rider movies. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I like Nick Cage as a Ghost Rider. I need to go back and rewatch them because I haven't seen them and there's no telling how long, but I remember it's growing up years. and watching those. Yeah, dude, they were sick. And also, the first you one's better than the second them. one, but the second one's good. Yeah, I heard the dude, second one was not that That good. was a good movie, dude. The Daredevil movie was a good movie. Like, I know it's older, select, so like, you know, saying the cinematography isn't as good. Before the time, I don't know. It's a pretty sick movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed uh, Ben Affleck as Daredevil. I like him better as Batman, but. Man, we got to have a whole DC conversation in a few, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we're getting ready to. Uh go into transition to DC talk here in a minute, but yeah, I'm excited for what Marvel has to bring, what they have in store, and I'm sure that Multiverse of Madness is going to blow our minds. Oh, yeah. Because let's think about it. They've been busy, bro. Last year, I'm going to name off just all the shit they did last year. We got WandaVision. We got Hawkeye. We've got Loki. We've got Falcon and Winter Soldier. We got What If. That's five projects right there. That's five shows. Mm-hmm. We've got Eternals, we've got Shang-Chi, we've got No Way Home, we've got Black Widow. That's four movies they dropped. Then they dropped Venom, Let There Be Carnage. You know, I know it's a Sony movie, but it's basically a Marvel movie, you know, saying it connects. Yeah, it's still Marvel. So, bro, that's 10 Marvel projects dropped last year. Dude, they are going full steam, bro, not stopping. Marvel really dominated 2021. Like, it's crazy. It's just sad that they beat DC to their own game, you know, because DC is only built on their multiverse. That's what makes DC so good is the multiverse. Like, that's what every new story they write about is something different in the multiverse, like something along that line. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it's just sad that D, like Marvel literally beat DC to their own fucking game, you know? I mean, they they technically did, but also you have to think about Grant Gustin meeting Ezra Miller's Yo, flash. okay, erase what I just said. Yes, yep. Yeah, I didn't just say what I just said. I, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. All right, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> Go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know, dude. And you know, you know me, you know me personally, you know I love DC more than I love Marvel as far as like animated stuff goes and like comic books go. Yeah, me you know, too. Because they're just better, like, you know what I'm saying, along those lines. But it's just like, damn, Marvel is taking over the movies. Like, there's no way that DC can just can catch up at this point, you know? It's just not possible. And Warner Brothers isn't helping DC with, you know, trying to start everything over. And I want to get to that in a minute, how... um, like the flash the flashpoint they're trying to erase all the Zack snyder movies erase ben affleck henry cavill all of that it's a sad thing bro it's a really sad thing because like well we had henry cavill first movie was man of steel amazing amazing way to start off uh you know what i'm saying a movie series you know what I'm saying? not a movie series but a universe you know what i'm saying the dceu the extended universe it was that was an amazing way to start it off they Absolutely. were going so good then we had what Batman versus Superman, Ben Affleck as Batman versus Henry Cavill as Superman, and we had Lex Luthor. I think it was Jesse Eisenberg, not yeah. the greatest actor, but he held his own, you know. And then we had Gal Gadot. They threw in the DC Trinity in the first like two movies of the series, bro, and no one appreciated that, you know. And it just, it just sucks, bro. Cause D, like Warner Bros. Once they fired Zack Snyder everything got ruined their their whole traction was ruined you know and it just it sucks it really does suck bro the, there was a whole like universe set up when everything was still in play with zach like they had the cyborg solo movie the flash solo movie the the green lantern core all that was all set up they had the the dates and everything but it seems like after they got rid of zach they just don't know what they're doing they're scrambling to do everything and now they're trying to erase everything he's done and it's just messing everything up bro like bro we had the justice league we had it set in stone bro and it's just upsetting because like we had everyone the only one we were missing was martian manhunter and we finally got him in the snyder cut and you know it just it just sucks man we and then like what three of the three of the first six are already gone We've got uh, Batman, you know what I'm saying? Ben Affleck's not going to play Batman anymore after this next movie with The Flash. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Henry Cavill's been out, you know what I'm saying? They've been fired him. Like, it just sucks, dude. And also, Ray Fisher is Cyborg, then which Ray I got love him. fired, yeah. Yeah, I love him as Cyborg, especially in the Snyder Cut. And he hasn't acted since. I haven't seen him in anything since. He probably got blackballed from the industry. I wouldn't be surprised. Sucks, dude. Because like they had it going so well, and then they they made us all happy with the Snyder cut, and we just saw like how everyone like reacted to that. Everybody wanted the universe to be restored. DC just won't do it. Like you know, what I'm saying even Zack Snyder would say like I'd return at any moment if they asked me to. Like, bro, like. Why can't you just give the people what they want, you know? Yeah, and another movie you didn't mention was Wonder Woman, which came out in 2017 as well, which I I love that movie. And Zack Snyder was heavily involved in that movie as well, and that was the beginning of that whole universe. good movie. Yeah, I feel like they had a whole blueprint set out, and they also had 
the Batman solo movie, which was going to be directed by Ben Affleck. And mm-hmm. it was going to have Joe Manzanello as Deathstroke. Like, I remember being so hyped for that movie um, after BVS, and it didn't happen. Yeah, dude, it sucks, man. They had so much good stuff going. And personally, me personally, Ben Affleck is my favorite live-action Batman of all time. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. Robert Pattinson, after this next one, he might be my favorite, dude. He he looks trailer alone shit on the entire, like, every Batman movie that's come out so far. No offense. I love the Dark Knight trilogy. I love the original Batman. uh, What's his name? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah, I love that original one. I love the one with Val Kilmer. The one with George Clooney, ass. Of course, we all know that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I love almost every Batman movie. I love the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, Christian Bale is an amazing Batman. His movies were awesome. The acting was awesome. The I'm saying the impact was great, you know? But, dude, that one trailer alone for the new Batman movie had more villains than any other form, other Batman movie. More, um, what is it? More mystery than any other Batman movie. Like, it's just an this one's going to be insane, dude. Yeah, I was a bit skeptical at first when Robert Pattinson got casted because I really love Ben Affleck. Twilight. Yeah, and I was also like biased towards Ben Affleck because I love his Batman so much and I didn't want him to leave. But after seeing the trailer, I'm excited to see what he can do and I'm sure he can pull and it DC's off. DC's messing up because they're just, they're trying to make the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson like its own solo franchise. Bro, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? When you have a universe set up, you know? Right. Like, <clears throat> like the MCU wouldn't start a solo Captain America movie trilogy that's not canon to the universe because that's just unrealistic. You know what I'm saying? Everything's supposed to fit together in the universe because there's supposed to be one fat end game at the end of, you know what I'm saying? It just, yeah, bro, it just, it just sucks to see the route they're going. And then they got, like, I'm loving that Michael Keaton's going to come back, but I don't want him to be the new permanent Batman. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see, you know, saying him for a movie, one more movie. But they're trying to bring him back as like the new permanent Batman. It's like, what the fuck? You Ugh. Uh, man, I, Warner Brothers is just so dysfunctional. I don't agree with anything they're doing right now. And they're also like trying to, they're trying to form a new Justice League. I think with uh, is it yes. Batgirl, Supergirl? Yes, because the they confirmed the new Batgirl movie for HBO Max, and that's going to come out. I think they're going to start filming either later this year or next year. So now that's going to come out probably 2023. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I would, I love Batgirl. I want to see a Batgirl movie, but I don't want to see her take the role of pretty much Batman. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her to be the Justice League's Bat person. You know what right. I'm saying? I don't want to see, you know, we saw that Supergirl from the trailer, from that, um, from the Flash trailer. We know that there's going to be like a variant of Supergirl on their team. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like, why are you making the, why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now we're getting Sasha Kaye. I think that's her name. She's playing Supergirl. And we're basically getting Henry Cavill's Supergirl, but no Henry Cavill, which is, it's ridiculous. And even the suit she's wearing, like it's the, it's the same material. As it's the, it Cavill looks suit. the exact same. It looks yes. the exact same, bro. Like it just, it really astounds me, bro. 
And Henry Cavill, he's like you know what the what definitive like, Superman. I get if they change the director. Bro, no one's played a better Superman than him, bro. You know? Brandon Routh. You know what I'm saying? His movie was good. His Superman movie. But it wasn't great. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, like, fantastic. It wasn't something memorable. You know? It was just a, a Superman movie, you know? Christopher Reeves was from the, what, the fucking 70s? Nobody remembers those fucking movies, you know? Right. Christopher Reeves... <laughs> I still respect Reeve. He's the OG, but I don't think he comes anywhere close to Henry Cavill. Definitely not. And, you know, it just it just sucks. Like, I know I've said this 20 times already. It just sucks <laughs> seeing this because, like, they were doing – they had such good traction. They, had, like, they were going strong, you know. The worst movie that they had dropped was probably the 2017 Suicide Squad movie. Probably the worst movie they had in the D.C. so far. Every other movie was a banger. Aquaman made a billion dollars, looked beautiful. It was amazing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The Wonder Woman movie, amazing. You know what I'm saying? Justice League movie was ass. The theatrical <laughs> movie was terrible. But the Snyder Cut was good and it made up for it. Yeah, that was a, you a know, travesty. Batman versus Superman was awesome. You know? Um, what else was I thinking of? Uh, Man of Steel, of course, loved it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Every movie there was, was good. Shazam, as a Shazam fan, you know, they did a lot of things good. His in his backstory was good, you know. His react, his like, his um, what am I trying to think of? Never mind, I'm done. But you know what I'm saying. Just his character was very well rounded. You know what I'm saying? The way he mm-hmm. acted around his family and stuff, like the other kids that he was orphaned with. You know what I'm saying? It's accurate. It's really comic book accurate, but. I don't know. There's a few things they could have done differently. In my opinion, even as a Shazam fan, I think they introduced the Shazam family too early, if that makes sense. You Are know? you trying to say like his mythos, like they messed up his mythos? Yeah. Yeah. And like it was corny, bro. I know Shazam is like a child at heart, you know what I'm saying? And I know, you know what I'm saying, he is supposed to be pure and he's gonna bumble and be funny, like fucking like teenager is supposed to be mm-hmm. but bro this movie was like for kids bro low-key bro. it wasn't that it wasn't that good to me like as far as that goes the action was good but you know what i'm saying i just you know what I'm saying? but that's me being a shazam fan i'm being super picky because you know me i love shazam that's my favorite character so you know i'm gonna pick it apart right um, that's understandable went a different route in my opinion yeah, I'm excited for the Black Adam movie coming out. It, it it was a bit corny, but I also thought that Doctor Savannah was really dark, and also mm. the scene where he like murders that whole office building, like oh, that was I forgot dark. about that. That was insane. That was fucking crazy, bro. He killed them all. Yeah, I, I thought it was a decent mix, but it, it was really corny. So I agree with you. And yeah, um, I just hope the next one will be better. Yeah, like you were saying about how all the movies started off as a banger, but you notice the one anomaly in there, Suicide Squad. Why was that trash? Why was that trash? What's the answer? Why was it trash? What happened? Oh, because they uh they fucking uh cut the director halfway through and changed it, bro. Exactly. Like the whole movie. Exactly. Warner Brothers. <laughs> That's the answer. It's Warner Bros. Like 
that's the reason, like, they're the reason DC is thrown off. Bro, if they had pretty good traction going from the time they started Man of Steel, because they were dropping a movie every year, you know what I'm saying? At least one, you know, they could drop two movies a year at least, but they were dropping at least one a year, you know what I'm saying? And that's good for any company, you know? So, I don't know, bro. They could have just kept doing what they're doing, because what they ain't dropped, only movie they dropped this year was what, Suicide Squad. The new, the new Suicide Squad, and it was great. You know what I'm saying? I loved it. You know what I'm saying? But bro, like they just redid a soft reboot, like we didn't fucking notice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And the characters, they brought some of the characters back from 2017 or 2016. I mean, but mm-hmm. they killed them off, didn't they? I think Rick Flag mm-hmm. died. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah somebody Captain else. Boomerang died. died. Yeah. Boomerang died. Uh, yeah. They, they kept Harley Quinn, obviously. They're not going to kill Harley Quinn. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's seen, you can tell what they're trying to do. Oh, did you ever see the Harley Quinn movie with, um, like, the second, like, the Birds of Prey movie? Oh, yes. I forgot about Birds of Prey. Yeah, I did see that. Did you like that? I enjoyed it. It, it wasn't my favorite. I said I give it, like, a, a seven, like, average. But it just sucks because it's good, but, like, it was just mainly comedy, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, what the fuck is DC doing? DC is supposed to be dark, you know? DC yeah. is supposed to be brooding. It's supposed to be Batman's universe, you know what I'm saying? And they're just trying to go the funny route now, and it just, it kind of sucks. Because what, they dropped that movie last, 2020, I think. Then they dropped The Suicide Squad. And did they drop any more DC movies this past year besides Wonder Woman 1984? 1984 came out in 2020, so I don't think they did. Okay, so okay, so I'm wrong then. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and, I just hope they don't try to go the funny route for the rest of the for the continuation of DC, because then it'll just ruin it completely. And yeah, we you want that feeling from like Man of Steel and like Batman versus Superman back. Yeah, me personally, I, I love the contrast of the two universes of Marvel and DC, like one being lighter and one darker. And I loved how I loved the tone of Man of Steel and BVS. I liked the darkness of BVS because that that was a huge criticism towards BVS is people didn't like how dark it was. And mm-hmm. I, I don't understand that because I love that movie, but I really enjoyed the contrast between the two. And I think DC should have kept that up and people didn't enjoy it. And that's why the reviews were bad. And Warner Brothers went into a panic and started chopping everything up. Yeah, what can you do? I, I enjoyed Zack Snyder's vision. It's a shame they got rid of it. Yeah, I know. And it just sucks that, like, the way that, the way it just had went down, you know, it just sucks that, like, they just really, just literally got rid of it. Don't see why. And you, you said yourself, DC is supposed to be dark. You said that. Mm-hmm. So. It's supposed to be dark, like, literally, like, it's built on being dark. It's called Detective Comics. You know what I'm saying? Detective Comics. Let me say that again. Detective Comics. Who's the main DC character you think of? Batman. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about Batman? Dark, detective. brooding. You know what I'm saying? Detective. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what right. DC is supposed to be like. It's not supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Charming and funny because it's not fucking funny. You know what I'm saying? The stakes are big. You remember Flashpoint? You remember what the fuck happened to Flashpoint? It was serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they have, 
And the thing about DC, they always have bigger threats than Marvel. Have you noticed that? And the characters in DC are always more OP, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's like a complaint towards DC is how they have OP characters. But that's not a problem for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, it's not a problem. But it just shows like like every like their threats are big. Like whenever they have a threat. It's not, it's usually like a multiverse, like a multiversal level threat. You know what I'm saying? It's something that's not yeah. threatening just one planet, just Earth, you know, saying one city. Nigga, usually it's like some planet ending, universe ending shit. You know what I'm saying? Like half the time they're fighting gods from other planets. What about a pot? We got um, Dark Side with Apocalypse, always trying to take over Earth. He's done it multiple mm-hmm. times. We got Brainiac, you know what I'm saying? And they were supposed to introduce him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got Brainiac. We got so many people. And it's just, like, yeah, it's just t- crazy. They just haven't used half of them. Yeah, and take that and look at the DCEU. Like, we're not getting villains that are trying to blow up a building. Like, you look at Man of Steel, you got Zod. That's another Kryptonian. A another Kryptonian. Kryptonian. The same to, powers. And, they're, and they're not just trying to come get Superman. They're trying to terraform the Earth to be the new Krypton. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's fucking major shit. You know what I'm saying? Then you got and one nigga alone killed three Kryptonians that day and saved the day. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And they showed that power level from the beginning. And that's like that was some Avengers level shit done by one person, you know? In the first solo movie in the universe. In the first solo solo movie of thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. You just you literally just read my mind. <laughs> like DC is literally OP compared to Marvel. Bro, they DC is like that. Make him pussy, bro. Like I, I just don't get it, dude. Like I just don't get it. Like in Justice League, they nerfed the like in the theatrical version, not the cut. They made the Flash suck, bro. The Flash is supposed to be off rip one of the most OP characters just because of how fast he is. You know what I'm saying? He's not a mumbler. He's not a, he doesn't trip over his feet because he, his brain thinks too fast. You know what I'm saying? And they tried to make him like a dork in the first one. You know, that's not Barry Allen, you know? And they had bro pushing, pushing a truck with a family in it. Yeah, bro. Terrible. Bro, they cut out the whole time travel scene. Yes. He, they all got, they all died. They all blew the fuck up, bro. And and in a split second, in time, reverse all of that shit from happening, bro. But they cut that out. Like what? What? And that's one of the most beautiful scenes in DC. That whole time travel sequence. That's that's insane to me. That somebody saw one scene and they saw a truck pushing scene, and somebody decided. Yeah, let's put the truck instead. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. It's it's insane. I'm. It sucks, man. Just seeing the path DC's going on. Like, I'm excited for everything they're gonna drop this year. I'm excited for Flash. I'm excited for the Batman. I'm excited for Aquaman two, Shazam two, Black Adam. They said Black Adam's actually gonna be epic, dude. Because they're gonna introduce like the Justice Society. You know, that's the original JS. The That's pretty, pretty much the original Justice League, bro, the JSA. Yeah, the so JSA. Really good. Isn't it? It's, um, is it Hawkman and was it Red? You got Hawkman. 
uh, yeah, Hawkman, Red Tornado. It'll probably be different from the movie version, you know what I'm saying? But the ones I can tell you off the top of my head are like Red Tornado, Hawkman, um, Dr. Fate. He's awesome. I love Dr. Fate. Yeah, Dr. Fate, um, yep. Who else? The original Flash, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Wonder Woman was actually a part of it at some point because, you know, she's Amazon. She's damn near immortal. Uh, the Spectre, you remember the Spectre? Yes. He was one of the first ones. Adam Smasher's one of the first ones. Like, dude, if they do it right, dude, it's gonna be an awesome movie. Uh, I know the Spectre from the uh, what was it called? The Crisis on Infinite Earths event. Yeah, dude, I love I love those crossovers, man. Yeah, because Oliver he turned into the Spectre for one episode. I wasn't sure who the Spectre was, like I had no prior knowledge of him, but that's how I know who he is. Dude, he, I love the Spectre. Hal Jordan, I have a set of like, I think it was 27 issues that Hal Jordan was actually the Spectre. He, he's pretty powerful, right? That character? Dude, he's, om, he's omnipotent. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, he's like, he's like a, pretty much a mini god. He can do what the fuck he wants at all times, bro. He's crazy strong. And he's undead, so. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing, like you're saying. Wait, is he a villain or is he like a anti-hero? <clears throat> he's uh, like an anti-hero, yeah. Okay, yeah. What you're saying about the he's threats. mainly a good guy, but like he's like an anti-hero. He just exists because he has to. Yeah. What you're saying about the threats in DC live action compared to Marvel and with Doomsday and BVS, and then you got Ares and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just shows you how powerful all these characters are, and mm-hmm. how dark they are as well. And it, it's it's a lot of content to really get into it with DC. Oh yeah, and it, it shows you that in their animated stuff because I think DC's animated stuff is perfection, top tier, top tier. You've been watching Young Justice, right? Yes, I still I still need to finish season one, but I have started. I'm on like the twentieth episode. Dude, season two would be your favorite. I don't know. I don't know. Young Justice is really for the show. It's really the show for the true DC fan, if that makes sense. Like, you can't, like, go into it just expecting some run-of-the-mill superhero animated show and expect to like Young Justice. Like, it's something you think about. It's something you dwell on. It's something that, like, has an impact on you because half the things that are going on are shit, shit we went through. You know what I'm saying? Cause, right. like, they tackle real problems in the world, and every season like shows that. Like what this past season, they were tackling like homosexuality and like you know what I'm saying and stuff like that, and like they had Cyborg's backstory with like his dad and stuff. And, you know, this season has been about tying like old problems and like you know what I'm saying, just like becoming a new person, and like it's just really good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they show season real world. two will be your favorite though for sure, bro. With the reach, because pretty much Blue Beetle is the main character that whole season. Yeah, they show real world stuff in that show. That's why I really enjoy it, and that's why I enjoy DC as a whole. But I feel like they do a better job of presenting it, I guess, in an animated form, in an animated platform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like 
that's how the DC live action movies should be. You remember Apocalypse War, right? Yes. Dude, where everyone literally died, bro. Almost everyone died. Yes, everyone got murked. That that shit was insane. That was awesome. Yeah, that was dark. Dude, it was fucked up, bro. It was it was not it was not okay. Is is that the one where it had dark side in the parademons, right? Uh, or was that another yes, one? they were uh paradooms this time because yeah, parademons, parademons crossed with dooms. Yeah, yes, that's what it was, dude. That shit was fucking awesome. If y'all haven't seen that, go see it. And I think did then everyone they were on um what's Dark Side's planet called? Apocalypse. Yes, Apocalypse. Uh, didn't they all get turned into like his minions? Um, I think Martian Manhunter did, Wonder Woman did, and Batman did. Yes, that's it. Okay, I was just making sure we were on the same page. Thing talking Do about you remember the same Superman. Movie. They tattooed that S on his chest in Kryptonite. Yes, so he couldn't use his powers. Yes, that's the one I watched that with my dad. Yeah, that Shazam was... only had one leg. The rest of the Justice League got killed. It was yeah. fucked. Yeah, they hot girl got murked, I think. And... and they were making the Flash pretty much be a guinea pig for the ship because by him running, it was powering the ship. Right. Yeah, man. I was like, if they had just translated that over, like the, the animated movies could be the blueprint, really. Oh, dude, for sure. I am excited about the Peacemaker show, though, that's coming out next week. Yeah, I'm excited for that as well. I liked John Cena's Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad. I like this new Suicide Squad movie. I thought it was I was pretty solid. Funny, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty much the defining factor of it. It was funny. The action was good. The scenes, I don't know, the scene with Harley Quinn, that was like fucking 15 minutes long. That one, that kind of sucked, but... You know, it was which one character art. when she was like pretty much with that prince of that country and he was trying to seduce her and like oh yeah 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 she ended up you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she broke out and like she was fighting with the flowers everywhere yeah like yeah. that shit was kind of corny bro but damn they used a cool ass villain they had starro in that shit never thought they'd even bring starro to the dcu but it was cool Man, the character I really enjoyed in that movie was Ratcatcher. She was my favorite part of the movie. Dude, she was awesome because, like, they're using characters who aren't really known that well and, like, making them good fucking characters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I think Marvel does a good job of that because, you know, how many people knew who Iron Man was before that movie in 2008? Like, he wasn't an Not A-list. Yeah, he was an A-list character like a Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. But now he's one of the most popular characters in the world. And you got to say, Robert Downey Jr. had a hand in that because he played the shit out of that role. Exactly. He played that shit to a T. He did so well. Yeah, and I think they did a great job with uh, Ratcatcher and the lesser known, like Polka Dot Man, I think his name was. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. And... (laughs) 
Man, yeah, Rat Catcher is my favorite part. I I need to rewatch it, but I think she just had like a a genuine um feel to her character, and mm-hmm. I don't know. She seemed she seemed like nice to everybody, and I just really liked her character. And her powers are a, a bit weird, but her personality as a whole that's why she's my favorite character out of the whole movie. She's like the heart of the team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Cyborg and Justice League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, I wish they would hire Ray Fisher back. Yeah, what what do you think about that? You think he got blackballed out? I think he did. Yeah, bro, because we haven't was he acted in since. I can't name one thing. Yeah, I, I can't tell you. Because he put Warner Brothers on blast. And and he put Joss Whedon on blast. So there's no telling. But yeah, what what do you think the direction they're going with HBO Max? Do you think they're trying to do like cross universe stuff with Marvel and Netflix or say that one more time, bro. Do you think they're trying to do cross universe stuff with the HBO max shows with peacemaker like Marvel is with Netflix or. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. Because, um, because like, this is just like the start of like the, like the TV shows with like DC, but I know they're going to try to start pumping them out because like, Think about it. They've got so many animated shows and so many animated movies. The one and like the one thing, the two things they're missing right now are just movies, live action shows, and they're gonna try to pump those out as much as they can because all the DC shows that are out right now are in the DR in the um the CW verse. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, let's be honest, most of them are fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Flash was good at first, got ass. Arrow was good at first, got ass. <laughs> Legend has been ass the whole time, in my opinion. You know? Yeah, so, you're like, not lying. Yeah, so, like, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm not even going to include those. So, like, that, those are the two things they're missing. Movies now and live action shows. So, I feel like they're just going to start trying to do that. Oh, well, you also got Titans and Doom Patrol. I don't even think about that. Titans is good. Actually, Titans is really good. I love Titans. It's a good show. It's got good pacing. Doom Patrol. I only saw like two or three episodes. I couldn't even tell you much about it. Yeah, I, I watched the first few episodes of Titans, I think, but I never finished it, and I still haven't watched Doom Patrol. But from what I've heard, Doom Patrol was really good. But with Titans... The set the second season was horrible, and was they, it? they ruined Nightwing. That this is just what I've heard. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I, I heard they ruined Nightwing, Second Wing. They could have I mean, went a different round with it. They could have went a yeah. different route with it. It wasn't. I don't think they necessarily ruined them. I just think like they tried to make them a little too edgy. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It, he wasn't so careful, like you know what I'm saying. What's Batman's number one motto? Like, be careful, get the job done. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like they tried to make him like a pissed off teenager in Titans. You know what I'm saying? I, I really hated that. Yeah, and I also watched Dick and uh, Dick and uh, Bruce were like they were always close. You know what I'm saying? He's pretty much basically his son. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, I don't know. I didn't really like that too much. But then they brought Red Hood in season four, which was cool. I feel like that's low-key the modern-day, like, Smallville, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
yeah, the uh, the criticism I saw for it was like the fighting was terrible, the choreography was terrible, they didn't like the story, you know, just the typical stuff is what I heard personally. But the from what I saw from the first season, it was really good. And mm, I, yeah. I I guess they fell off and it's on pace with the CW shows because you know you got the arrow and arrow and the flash. The first two seasons were amazing. Like, oh, incredible. Yeah, with Arrow, you got Oliver. That nigga said you had failed the city. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bro, it was awesome. Everybody. Bro, Remember Oliver did not care. the first crossover they had, bro? And yes. Like, in the Flash, bro, when he just ran to Star City, they saw each other, looked at each other, just assessed each other's, like, abilities and shit, and they both went their separate ways, and they were, like, cool. Yes, I, I remember. I was yeah. like... Yeah, when you, Dude, when you I think might about have to that. watch that scene when we get off of here, bro. That shit was <laughs> sick. And the crossover in the church, I love that as well. Oh, yeah. I, uh, bro, I didn't even recall this one, but Black Lightning? <laughs> poop. You said you don't like Black Lightning? Nah, poop. It was ass. I couldn't. I tried, bro. It was so goddamn boring, bro. I watched six episodes, bro. Half a whole season, basically, bro. It was terrible, bro. I actually, I actually loved the first season, dude. I tried, bro. I tried to get into it, man. I just couldn't. I liked his suit, you know what I'm saying? I liked his, yeah. uh, his not his butler, but his his side, man. He was cool, but yeah. Damn, Gandy. bro. After that, yeah, after that, bro, I was just like, ah. I, I like the first and second season, but I stopped watching it. Like, I couldn't get into it anymore for some reason. So, yeah, I kind of see what you're saying. And it just seems like it's the same trend with all of them because, you know, with Arrow, like, he's killing everybody in the first two seasons, and now he's soft. He's sweet. And, Bro, yeah, the same thing with The Flash. Facts, though. He had, like, no problem killing people for, like, the first two seasons. Then he got morals. Like, the fuck happened? Right, like he was if on. If you're gonna be away, be that way the whole time. You know, what I'm saying you can't be a superhero, killing niggas at first, then got nice. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? That don't sound right. Like exactly, like he was on Michael Myers type time, and like he he was taking out everybody. It didn't matter who you uh, were. Speaking of good ass movies, bro, Halloween Kills. Yes, loved it. Amazing, loved it. It was a good ass movie. Uh. Per- it was damn near perfect, bro. It was damn near perfect. Yeah, we went and saw that twice, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you I- know what's crazy about that movie? Like, compared to the old trilogy, because you know how, like, the old Halloween movies, how pretty much everyone after the first one got retconned? Yeah. Well, you know how in the old ones, it picks up on the same night, just in the hospital? Dude. This this new one did the same thing that that one basically did because you know since this one was confirmed they pretty much uh, since these new uh, Halloweens were confirmed they pretty much like you know what I'm saying retconned every other Halloween movie besides the very first one in 1978 bro and like they continued it just like they did the other ones which is cool you know what I'm saying like this Halloween was what 30 years later when he came back or something like that right yeah. Yeah, 30 years later, you know what I'm saying? And then the second movie, Halloween Kills, of this new trilogy, led right into the same night, bro. Literally the same night, just like an hour later. Bro. Yeah, you know which is saying? insane. 
ridiculous, bro. They did so good on it, dude. And every scene was good, bro. Every scene was good in it. And yeah, we were talking about after we saw it the second time how he had no days off, no hours off. Like that was all in the same night. Uh, are you near your computer right now, or like near your phone? Yes. Will you look up the kill count for that movie? Yeah, I can. All right, bro. We got to see that. I mean, personally, I think it was around fifty. Bro, it was pretty. It was a high number. I know that, dude, because I know he killed like. A good 12 firefighters in that one scene alone. It says 34 was the kill count. Damn, it felt like more than that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then you add the kill count from Halloween 2018 and total that, that's all in one night. I didn't even think about that. Yep. That first that first movie was awesome. You remember when he came in contact with the main girl and that hard-ass music started playing, sound like a siren? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was awesome yeah i really like the music in this one as well when he picks up the bass um before the townspeople are, are about to start jumping him bro they had that remix of the halloween theme going in the back and shit <laughs> yeah that was hard dude awesome i love michael myers has always been an og like slasher film series dude i know the rest of the tri- rest of the movies got retconned but they're still awesome watches Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. And Halloween Ends comes out in 2022. What what do you think that Lori's going to do now that Karen got murked off? Well, I think we've established at this point that as long as Lori's alive, he's going to be alive. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. She might sacrifice herself for her granddaughter because, I mean, she really only got much left. Besides herself, she doesn't have her dad anymore. You know, he died. You know, saying mom is dead now. You know, saying all she got is her grandma. Uh, I don't know if she's got any siblings or not. Her boyfriend got fucking killed at the end of this, of this last one. You know what I'm saying? Like she don't have, yeah. have anybody left. So I think like the best thing to do would just be to kill Michael Myers at any, you know, saying in any way possible. You know, saying no matter the cost. You know what I'm saying? It's just. Like, how can it be done? How can you, you can't game plan for that. Like, how do you execute that? And I know Lori's been waiting 30 years for him, but at this point, you might as well just give up because he took out a whole town. Yeah, so, it was ridiculous. Man. Yeah, like, at this point, what do you expect a 60, 70-year-old Lori Strode to do? Because... Yeah, there's not much he really can do. Like, bro, because he showed that he's, Damn near immortal, bro. What have we seen this man do? We've seen this man, like, we've seen this man eat bullets, you know what I'm saying, get drowned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he gets burnt, you know what I'm saying? And he comes out, like, scathed, of course, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't even affect him, you know what I'm saying? He's still moving full force ahead, and it's just like... Unfazed. But Like, it's like, how the fuck is he doing this? You know what I'm saying? He can't be a normal human, because normal humans can't go through all this. And he got electrocuted in the nuts by Buster Rhymes. Ate that. I was like, what do you expect Bro, that was to do? Awesome. I loved Halloween Resurrection. That movie is underrated. I think Buster Rhymes carried it. Oh, yeah, dude. He did really good. Bro, that shit was so cool, bro. This nigga just watched like, kung fu movies and started beating ass. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, it's so illogical, but it's funny at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I think the only way, oh yeah, at the very end of Halloween Kills, um, I think when Karen gets killed, Lori narrates at the end, she says like Michael transcends every time he kills. So I think that's like pointing to, or it's implying that Michael Myers is like immortal. And if he keeps killing, there's nothing you can do. And he just took out 50 bodies in one night. So uh, I think the only way that you can stop him is to like chop his limbs off or something. His head at least. Yeah, chop his arms off because if you chop his arms off, chop his hands off, he can't stab nobody. Literally, what he just grow new ones and shit. Yeah, exactly. If he's growing new limbs, they need to quit the franchise. Or, 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 get this. You remember in the Revenge of Michael Myers in the fourth one when he had that niece and they had that special connection. Yeah. And he like pretty much passed off like his life force into her as a serial killer. Like, bro, what if some shit like that happens and he just passes his essence to someone else? That, that sounds like something out of Chucky. I don't know. Nah, that sounds like some shit out of the Rob Zombie uh, Michael <laughs> Meyer movies. You remember oh, that yeah, shit, that too. Right? Yeah. That shit, those are fucked, bro. Those were fucked up. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't seen the Rob Zombie ones. Dude, watch them. Brutal. Brutal. Like the new ones? You'll see him kill niggas and shit, but in, the, in like the Rob Zombie ones, you think like it, it's you, you'll think it's real, bro. Like it looks pretty messed up. Yeah, I've seen a few of the kills from the Rob Zombie movies, but I haven't yeah, watched it's them. Not okay, bro. It's like not okay. <laughs> I, I heard the first one was decent, but like the second one, he had like a, his wife in it and a bunch of ghost horses and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, because Rob Zombie's a weird motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll take him Gross out. Eventually. his wife in like every single movie he makes for no fucking purpose. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, she makes a cameo. That's like why I don't make no more movies, bro. His movies are ass, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll check him out eventually, though. But yeah, dude, they're good. Yeah, speaking of slashers, we also got Scream coming out like in a week. Yo, I forgot, bro. Shit. You yeah. Go watch that. Yeah, yeah, we making plans Bro, on the say less. I need to go watch the old ones again, refresh my memory. Yeah, now that you bring that up, I'm gonna watch them as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited for that. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it comes out like this upcoming week. <laughs> okay, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to watch that, bro. Yeah, that's another movie. Day one, and like you, you said, watch a scary movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I was like, we we don't miss a movie. We've seen all these movies day one since 2016. Not gonna stop. Mm, yeah. And if we like it, we're definitely gonna watch it. You know, what I'm saying like, if it's a movie that we're like eh about, we probably won't see it first night. We'll see it, but like. If we really want to see it, we're going to make sure you see it, like, the first night, bro. Like, at any cost. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. I'll make it my mission to see that movie. It's Day worth one. it, especially with, like, Marvel movies. Bro, there's no better feeling than to hear people cheering and shit. The movie, like, dude, the whole time during No Way Home on opening night, every cool thing that happened, everybody's like, whoa! I'm like, whoa! Like, it's lit, bro. Like, it's No lit. question. 
yeah that's why i hope the movie theater experience it stays like i know we're getting all these streaming services and stuff like that but i still want to feel the theater experience like you can't beat it yeah dude it's amazing hey but yeah man i think that was our last topic unless you had anything else to bring up for tonight that's pretty much it for me right now bro we talked about a lot i feel like (laughs) oh yeah yeah we did we got through a lot i bet but yeah how how was your first experience on the pod man what'd you think dude it was good i like it man the energy is good uh since there's so much shit happening this year we'll have a bunch of stuff to talk about you know what i'm saying oh yeah just movie wise you know saying other stuff you know what i'm saying we'll have a bunch of stuff to talk about mainly movies of course of course oh yeah 100 percent, and just cool shit going on you know yeah and you know i'll have you back on i was originally supposed to have noah on this pod with you but maybe we can do it again down the road Mm -hmm, it's gonna be awesome hey but yeah man thank you for taking the time to come on the pod i appreciate it all right yeah bro i appreciate you all right guys uh once again uh thank you jp for coming on as always thanks for keeping it real this was your host jay and you just listened to burn the talk i'm out peace